your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. On the 8th of next month, the 8th of March, you'll be asked to vote on two referendums to change the Constitution. One on the concept of family in the Constitution and the second proposes to delete an existing part of the Constitution and insert new text providing recognition for care provided by family members to each other. Of course, you can vote yes or no. That is up to you in the privacy of the ballot box. But to give us an independent explanation of what exactly this means, we're joined by Ms Justice Marie Baker, who's chair of the Electoral Commission. And you're very welcome. Good morning to you. Um, Good morning, Joe, and thank you very much for having me on. I'm very pleased to to speak to, to your radio station because getting out there to... Local radio stations is very important. I well, think you've got a lively enough debate going on around here. Yes, and, and you're uh, very welcome. Now, uh, to be honest with you, this this particular referendum, on the surface, it can appear simple and basic, but like any change to the constitution, it, it could have wide-reaching uh, ramifications. Well, I, I would never call it simple. And in fact, in our booklet, we've called it complex. And my my job here is to try and explain it to people as well as I can. Well, it sounds like I, yes. need, I need it explained to me then. So you can start with me. Yes, you did a good enough job at the beginning, Joe, actually. But it, it is complex because it involves taking and taking things out and putting things in. But also, can I ju- just, if you mind, I go back just a step here. Constitutions are always stated in very generalized terms. They're not meant to look like legislation, not not meant to deal with very specific examples of something. Because if they do, they sometimes run out of run out of date too fast. So the constitution expresses very broad, very generalized principles, and then legislation will flesh out, put meat on it, as it were. Um, and that 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 division between the constitution and the Iraqis is very important as a backdrop here. Because you say it can have far-reaching implications, the Constitution can be read to, 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 to lead to results that are unexpected. But they're not results that don't come out of the Constitution. They come from the text of the Constitution, read in conjunction with particular legislation, etc. So lawyers don't find this easy, but we have some sense of what, of what it means. Okay, well... In as simple terms as you can, can you explain what we're being asked to vote for in these referendums on the right. 8th of March? I will do my best, and thank you. Um, there are two referendums. You can vote yes to one and yes to the other, or you can vote no to both, or you can vote yes to one and no, and no to the other. So they're, they're, they're independent ballot papers. The white ballot paper is the family referendum, and that proposes a change in Article 41 of the Constitution. Now, just again, if you don't mind me being technical, Article 41 is situated within the fundamental rights provisions of the Constitution. So all of the changes that are proposed here are proposed to our definition or understanding or concept of fundamental rights. The first one, the 39th, it's called, it's called that's just a, a legislative sequence, as it were, proposes changing 
what is meant by the family in the constitution. Now, the constitution recognizes that the family unit is an important and primary unit group in society. And the constitution recognizes that its rights are superior, inalienable. In other words, you can't give, they can't be given away or taken away from you. At the moment, and this is really clear from the, from the case law of the Supreme Court, the family that gets that particular constitutional recognition is the family founded on marriage. And what's proposed is to add, not to take away from that, but to add a, a, a recognition for families, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. So the family unit given constitutional protection will be the married family or the family that's founded on what the, what the commission is calling a committed and continuing relationship. One small twist in the story is that the constitution will continue to recognize marriage as a, an institution that deserves special care. So marriage is still recognized but the family definition is widened. So that's, that, I hope, explains the little parts of that jigsaw. Okay. Um, and the second referendum? And the second referendum called the CARE referendum. In one sense, it's more complex in that it proposes something completely different from what's there already, or at least broadly different. The present Article 41.2, we, we didn't worry too much about the numbers, but it's still in 41 recognizes that the place that the work that women does in the that women women do in the home gives the state a support and are that it's important work for the common good so essentially that the state recognizes that women women's work in the home is important for society important for the common good important for how we live as it were and goes on then to say that the state will will endeavor to ensure that mothers not just women but mothers will not be obliged to go out to work to the detriment of their duties in the home and that's the words in the constitution it's proposed to remove that entirely and to replace it with a clause that says that the state recognizes that the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the love that family members have from one another, gives society support and is, and is supportive of the common good. So it takes, it extends the recognition to a gender neutral group and it removes the clause that refers to this, that the state will endeavor to ensure that by, by reason of economic necessity, mothers won't be required uh, to go out to work. Right. Uh, we're talking to Ms. Justice Marie Baker, who's chair of the Electoral Commission, and uh, your responsibility is to provide, and, and I think you just have, uh, in as clear and simple terms as possible, uh, what exactly is being proposed here. Um, what would you say then to listeners who might have heard what you've said and will subsequently hear much debate on both sides uh, in the weeks to come about how they approach it? Well, I'd say, first of all, listen to the debate. And it really pleases me to see the debate going on. And needless to mention, I'm very alive to all the debate. My job is to give impartial and not an, a non-political independent information, as it were. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what I think 
you should do. I'm definitely not going to tell you what way to vote. And all I can do is give you guidance from what the case law has said to date. And so it's clear, for example, that the case law has said the family unit recognised in the Constitution is the family founded on marriage. It's also clear that the Supreme Court has said that the existing provision for women and mothers does not mean mother, women and mothers can't go out to work. And in fact, that's expressed in another, another part of the Constitution which recognises that women are constitutional actors. But it, but it does give a special recognition to the married woman in the home and the married mother um, who provides care um, for her family. And, I, I mean, so, for, for, for example, um, you, you, the reference you made there in uh, one of the two cases extending the, the definition of care, removing the reference to women, Will that have consequences legally in family law cases going forward if it's passed? Well, um, I, I, I can only tell you what I think. Um, how, what I think the case law tells us. Um, I can't. I can't see how it will have consequences for family law because our family law is really well integrated into our legislation. So we've legislation providing for maintenance, we've legislation providing for divorce, we've legislation providing for guardianship, for rights and obligations of cohabiting couples. We have a constitutional provision that allows people to marry and same-sex people to marry. So we have actually such a, a wide network. Oh, your phone is going there. Sorry. That's not, actually, not, not to worry. That's a, that's, that's a good, uh, good <laughs> ringtone you have there, Ms. Justice Marie Baker. Uh, yeah, in court you'd be told to leave the room, but I'm, you're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you. But you know what I will do? Be, be, because I think this is helpful, we will take a short break, if you don't mind, and come back uh, to you on a couple of other Absolutely, points. Absolutely, that's yeah. a good idea, yeah. and I will turn the phone <laughs> you off. You turn the phone off. Well, I don't have the power to fine you or anything like that. You would have had at one point, but you know, anyway. We'll... No, I, I don't really. That's a, that's a nice illusion. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Listeners paying attention this morning to what uh, you've been saying, um, and one saying, the question that I have is, why then change the reference to women being recognised for the care they give if it makes no difference in family law cases? Uh, the listener understands is to widen the rights of, for example, fathers or others in the home who are primary carers or people caring for the elderly, etc. Is that what it's about? And if not, why bother? Is this listener's question. Well, I, 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 I to be careful not to express an opinion, Joe, and thanks for having me back on again. Um, first of all, the why bother is whether people want to leave the existing recognition of women's place and mother's place, or whether they want to extend that recognition to carers generally. And one of your listeners has just said, well, perhaps some people would say you have to recognize the role that men play. And certainly the existing 41.2 doesn't recognize the role that men play. So that's for, that's for, that's definitely, a, a, I suppose, a clear enough distinction that she draws. Let, the, the Constitution influences legislation, and it also is the basis against which legislation is tested. And the, the family, family law is very well developed in Ireland, and our legislation is very well developed. But the new provision proposes that the state acknowledges that it will strive to support the care within the family. And it may be that some 
person would be able to establish that the legislation isn't broad enough and should, in fact, have been worked through in a way that protected him or her. So why you change the constitution is to express your values to and, and to express your your hope that perhaps legislation will reflect those values in a different way. Now, I have to say that the present article, which refers to women's work in the home, has never actually meant that a woman got more on a divorce payment, for example. It's never been actionable in that way. And it remains to be seen if the new 42B, which would be the new carers provision if it's passed, if that will have a direct effect. But it may be that the inclusion, as your, as your listener says, of a recognition of men's work in the home might make a difference to how the Constitution expresses itself, first of all, and secondly, how legislation looks. Ah, and, 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 no, that's and, a very general answer. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I, I understand where you're coming from um, and, and the care you have to take on it. it, it on this, the state recognises the family, whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships. Durable relationships, is that defined going into this referendum? This has been a big part of the debate, actually, and a very interesting part of the debate. No, it's not defined for constitutional purposes. And again, let me just say, and I hope I don't sound like a long playing record here, that the Constitution expresses generalised values. And this word isn't found in the Constitution anywhere else. But it is found in European law, and words like it have been found in our case law. So, in those instances, it has been defined as being committed and continuing type of relationships and defined by virtue of your objective way in which you do that. So have you lived a long time with, with, with your family members? Are you committed to them? Do you, do you intend to stay committed to them? And how you present yourself to the world. Do you present yourself as a family unit? Are you seen as a family unit by people? And there's been a certain amount said about the fact that in response to a question, I said, oh, well, you could become a, a family unit by getting a Christmas card. First of all, that's not quite what I said. But second of all, look at this. Step back a bit. You send Christmas cards and you send invitations to weddings and you to, to groups, to units. So you send it to Joe. Joe and family. Mm. And you wouldn't be sending it to Joe and Joe's neighbour. Okay. Or, or a wedding invitation yeah. to Joe um, and Joe's and neighbour. So it's how you present, how you are committed in your subjective personal life to the other person and how you present in the world and how you're seen in the world. This actually evolved quite a lot in the context of cohabiting couples. Um, because a cohabiting couple is entitled to make claims against one another should that relationship break up. They are not constitutional families at the moment. Okay. Uh, now, I know that uh, on the Electoral Commission website, there's much more information. You'll be There's a lot more information and we give, we give references to and, cases and, and things you, and like you will, that. And, and you'll be writing to people as well. 
Well, we've actually had some letters and we're going to publish the replies to letters on the website because, in fact, the letters really do ask us good questions and you know, okay. people can read them. But you should also read what's said in the newspapers with the knowledge behind you of what it actually says now and what's proposed right. now. Very good. Well, listen, we thank you so much for your time this morning. That's Mr Justice uh, Marie Baker, who's chair of the Electoral Commission, talking to us about the two referendums you'll be asked to vote uh, on on the 8th of March. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 